When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One, two, one, two, yeah, yeah, hey, hey. Waking up with Energy 95.3. Waking every morning. When you wake up in the morning. Now, here's Tucker and Mora. Welcome to the Take Two Podcast. You've made it. You have arrived. So, this is where we look back at the week on the air. The week that was. So if you missed anything, you might get a chance to hear it in this podcast. And if it's something you heard before and you're like, I heard this already, then you just press that skip 30 seconds, Mm -hmm. skip 30 seconds, skip 30 seconds button. Or maybe it'll be even better the second time, (laughs) Tucker, right? Could be. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you know when the new one comes out. And uh, we'll do it every week. Thanks for listening. Wait till you find out who didn't make the list of the 30 most important people in the music industry under the age of 30 that Forbes just put out. They must be drunk over there. <laughs> They're getting into the sauce, are they? I don't know how this is even possible. Okay, so Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish, not on the list. Oh, come on. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. Unless you had to be an adult. Between the ages of 18 and 30. But yeah, wait till you see the names they have here. And Billie Eilish isn't one of them. That's insane. You know, uh, Shawn Mendes isn't one of them. The guy sells out arenas. Yeah, Shawn Mendes should be there for sure. But you know who is there? Who? Tayana Taylor. Tayana Taylor? No idea. Carly Pierce. <laughs> the legendary Carly Pierce? Never heard of her. Summer Walker is on this list. This is supposedly the most important people in the music industry under the age of 30. Now, some of the people, I won't even mention their names because they're behind-the-scenes record label people. Okay, cool. You know, or big-time producers that are, you know, not uh, household names. Lil Nas X is here. Oh, really? Yeah, guy had one song. A big song. <laughs> yeah, but didn't he but win like one song. A, an album award as well, which is crazy because on the album there was only like six songs <laughs> and two of them were Old Town Road, just different versions. Uh, and he's got that other song, Panini, which I think is just fine. But I don't know if it's a song that would be on anybody's radar had they not heard Old Town Road before. And l- listen, we need to hear an, a new hit song from Lil Nas yeah. X. He knows that too. Okay. Uh, Camila Cabello's not there. But one of our former Fifth Harmony co-workers is... Really? Normani. How is that even possible? Normani beat Camila Cabello. Wow. Yeah, this is uh, this is ridiculous. Luke Combs from Country Music. Mm-hmm. Chloe and Halle. Don't know. Halle Bailey, who is, I guess, going to be uh, playing the role of Ariel in the upcoming live-action Little Mermaid movie. Nice. Uh, yeah, so they're on there. Yeah, but these people, I don't know these people. Exactly. How can they be the most important people in the music industry? What about Louis Capaldi? Louis Capaldi. Okay, let me hits. give you some names that are not on this list. Okay. Post 
Frickin' Malone <laughs> yeah, Post is Malone. not on this list. So many hits from Post Malone. Post Malone, literally, I was just looking at some like streaming chart. Yeah. For the last uh, you know year, uh-huh. he's at the top of every different category yeah, for albums and songs and artists. Just and so talented, so talented. Yeah. You know who else is not on this list? Who? Taylor Swift. Yeah. Is who's she, a machine? I thought she was. Maybe she. I was like, is she thirty one? No, she's in her twenties. Is though. she? The weekend is still in his twenties. Mm, well, he could have made there. this list. Yeah, not all of the Jonas Brothers, but Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas got on there, and not the other Jonas no, no. Brothers. He could be eligible <laughs> oh. to get on there. The other guys are a little older now. Right. I think. Uh, I think Joe is actually thirty, and isn't Kevin the oldest of the? Uh, yeah, he's three? fifty-five. He's yeah. fifty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure he came from another relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Kevin. Um, Ariana Grande didn't make this list. Wow, man. Ariana Grande didn't make that I list? I know. You know what you need to do with that list? You need to do a little bit of this. Oh, yeah. Great effect. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you needed that piece of paper. <laughs> Sam, can you uh, print me up another one of those? <laughs> yeah. Another but sheet with on. all the tags in it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. What does Forbes know? Stick to counting money. I thought this was really funny. It's Seth Meyers talking about planning his wedding. She was very sweet because she tried to involve me in the planning of the wedding by asking me questions, but I kept getting the questions wrong. (laughs) For example, she said, hey, for the wedding invitations, I was thinking since we're getting married near a lighthouse, it might be cool to get a lighthouse embossed on the back of the wedding envelopes. What do you think? It's a little bit more expensive, but I think it'd be really nice. And I said, I have to be honest, I don't think people look at things like the back of wedding envelopes. And if it's more expensive, it's probably not worth it. And then I could tell from her expression that what had happened was, is she had phrased a statement in the form of a question. Right. Instead of giving up on me, she just made the questions easier. So she would say things like, hey, what do you think we should do for food at our wedding? Do you think we should have it professionally catered? Or do you think we should have a trash can full of Wendy's in the middle of the dance floor? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. It does bring me back to that stage, though. Planning a wedding is annoying. For me, if someone like me, because I'm kind of cheap. Mm-hmm. And if there's a cheaper path to take, I'll usually go that way. You need someone like you in the couple that's planning a wedding, though. Do you, though? Because it just usually creates tension. Because I would be the guy who would be like, why are we spending money on getting these things embossed? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's yeah. an invite. I don't even know what embossed means. <laughs> you know? You know what I hate? What? Is chairs. When you spend money on putting an outfit on a chair. We did that. I think it was five bucks a chair, too. Yeah. You're for giving the, uh, chair the covers. chair a coat to wear yeah. because the chair at the venue isn't nice enough? Yes. And you know what looks ridiculous? What's that? A chair wearing an outfit. Oh, let's put a bow on the chair. Oh, I, uh, I hate that. I hate it. I literally... It does look better. Oh, it give looks, me a break. It looks better. Give me a but break. But it's five bucks a chair. Oh, and so how many people a, were at your wedding? Uh, a a hundo? Well, I, I think like 140-ish. 140 times five. What is that? $800? Was it that much? <laughs> five times 140. Well, five times? $700. Yeah. Probably plus like HST and plus stuff. HST. So it's probably, you know, 
around eight hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah, I I'm honestly gonna get into the chair slip cover business. Yeah, because I just get a bunch of those and then rent them out for five dollars a chair. Yeah, I'm laughing. And then you clean them when they're done, but you probably don't clean all of them because they're probably not all dirty. You probably have the pile where we can get away with this for yes. another event, and yes. then the pile where you're actually going to clean it. Exactly. Uh, I didn't realize you were so passionate about uh, chair covers. Well, it's not only that. I just think there are so many stupid things that you waste your money on that no one even notices. But there's this standard that you have to spend money on it. Even the flowers, like flat. You know, people are picking out their colors and the flowers are getting ridiculous. I mean, I remember somebody saying they were spending like 20 grand just on flowers stuff that is oh. going to die. I wouldn't make it to the uh, actual ceremony if my wife wanted to spend 20 grand on flowers. Oh. I'd be like, we are not meant for each other. Yeah. I made a mistake. Yes, <laughs> but that's what people are spending on stuff like that. That's nuts. It's nuts to me. You know what the yeah. most important thing is? Just like chair covers. <laughs> No. Oh, just, no. What? Just you guys getting married. You know, nobody cares about those other things. Alicia Keys just covered a Billie Eilish song. Can't stop staring. She covered Ocean Eyes. Ocean Eyes. You know this song? I don't know this song. Oh, it's a good one. It's a great Billie Eilish song. 15 flares inside those ocean Does it sound very different than the Billie Eilish version? I mean, not like significantly different. It's not like a fast song that's been changed into a slow song. No, it sounds exactly like this, but musically a little bit different. I find it so funny how in music, it's totally acceptable to go and just steal somebody else's work <laughs> and then sing your version of it and then get credit for it yeah i mean alicia keys if she wanted to sell this song would have to have the permission to do it okay and then you know all the i assume billy eilish and if she had any help writing this song with her brother or whoever they'd get a cut they'd right? get money from it yeah but there's nothing stopping alicia keys from just Singing a version of this song, it being out there, and her not making money off it, or making money off of it by performing it live at a concert. That's a really good point. I never thought, like, I, I felt like most artists found it to be a compliment when somebody would do one of their songs. Yeah. But I wonder if they're ever like, heh, that's my song. Yeah. Don't sing my song. Yeah, don't try and make it better than what I did. You're either going to make me look bad or you're going to make yourself look bad. But there's not many industries where you could just go and <laughs> totally steal somebody's idea. Right. And then just do it yourself. Like, imagine if stand-up comedy was like that. Uh-huh. I mean, comedians from time to time will get accused of lifting a joke from somebody else. Mm -hmm. But imagine I just went out and I took the best joke from every single major stand-up comedian performing out there today. And just reused it. And then I just went up and nothing would stop me other than like ethically it's wrong uh -huh. in that industry. But you couldn't stop me from going up and just doing everybody's greatest hits on stage. Yeah. Like this morning, what if I decided I was just going to rip off Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> Great. Love Jerry. You know, I love the Olympics. Uh, <laughs> The luge, Mora, yeah. is the only Olympic event where you could have people competing in it against their will, and it would look exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take people off the street, hey, 
What is this? I don't want to be in the luge. You put that helmet on them. You're in the luge, buddy. Ah! Jerry. I'll tell you what I like about Chinese people. Oh, yeah? What's that? They're hanging in there with the chopsticks. You know, they've seen the fork. They're staying with the sticks. I don't know how they missed it. See, I'm just going to cover Jerry Seinfeld. You know what? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, if musicians can do it, why can't I? What's the deal? Yeah, you can't do the exact voice, <laughs> oh, though. Oh, really? i got to change the voice? Yeah, just like Alicia, okay. Alicia Keys, you got to do your own style. What's the deal? <laughs> that's so funny. I'm telling you, there is no other song that's relevant <laughs> and that will stay relevant in 20 years. That was an original Christmas song made in the last, I'll even say last 30 years. Other than Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. Which, by the way... Has to be her most successful song of all time. Like, there's no song so. that she's made more money from than this one right here. I didn't know she wrote this song. Yeah, she wrote it. One she's other person. She's making a fortune off this song, man. And this, it's great. It actually holds three Guinness World Records for the highest charting holiday Christmas song by a solo artist. It is uh, spent the most days on the UK singles top 10 for a Christmas song. And it is the most streamed track on Spotify in a 24-hour period by a female artist. Really? In fact, last December, a year ago, mm-hmm. on one particular day, it was streamed more than 10.8 million times. Christmas Day? It was Christmas Day. I don't I bet you it, was, it wasn't. I bet it was like a Christmas party uh, night or something. Yeah. This is such a great song. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's been an original song. In the last 30 years. In the last 30 years by kind of a newish artist, a contemporary artist that, yeah. that will stand the test of time like this one. How about the Jonas Brothers and the song they just released called Like It's Christmas? I can deny what I'm feeling inside. Nothing think about the Nobody's going to care about this song in three days, let alone in 20 years. This might be a little too old for the category, but it's George Michael Last Christmas. I bet you it's too old because I'm saying last 30 years. So, oh, we just got another text for that one. Last Christmas, George Michael. George Michael. From the 416. Last Christmas. So he wrote that. That's an original? Yeah. I, I like this one. It's got to be old, though. Yeah, it's got that vintage vibe to it. What's your guess on the year this came out? Uh, 84. 84? Three. Well, this song came out in 1984. No! That's old. That's like... <laughs> I nailed it. The song's 35 years old. It's outside of right. the window. It's I'm outside the window. But, you know what? I'll... I, I would almost accept just it? Le- accept it because I think it's going to be too hard otherwise. Uh, what's going on, Matthew? Don't know if it's original. Faith Hill's Where Are You Christmas. But here's the thing. Yeah. It's not to say that it's not a lovely song. It's just, does anybody else know it other like, than as you? As soon as you say that, I need to be able to go, oh, yeah, and start singing if it. You, and I can't. To it, if you listen to it. I bet you you'll... you'll All right, well, we're going to listen to it. We're going to put that to the test right now. Faith Hill. Where are you, Christmas? It is original. Okay. Uh, Mariah Carey was one of the writers of this song. And this song was from the uh, Grinch movie, the Jim Carey Grinch movie, from the soundtrack. Okay. Where are you, Christmas? 
You know who really likes this song? Your mom? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. yeah. What were you going to say? And your mom, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say your mom. So you're saying no on that I'm one. I'm giving it a big no. Thanks a lot for the suggestion, Matthew. No problem. Taylor Swift just released a brand new Christmas song, Christmas Tree Farm. <laughs> Is that just what? out of the gate? Yeah, Doesn't that sound like, a little dramatic? It's a bit much. <laughs> that reminds me of like uh, just a dramatic sting you might have in a soap opera kind of movie. <laughs> yeah, it feels movie-esque. That's not your baby. That's your brother's baby. (laughs) I'm sorry, Tucker. We've just run out of tequila. (laughs) It feels kind of flashbacky, too, actually. Oh, would you like a piece of cake? Yes, please. Oh, no. Someone has taken the last piece. (laughs) Okay, I better play the song. Yeah, play the song. People get too mad. My winter nights are taken up by static stress and holiday shopping traffic. But I close my eyes and I'm somewhere else, just like magic. She's got like a Christmas voice going, right? Yeah, she does. Oh, got the bells. That's like a... My heart is a Christmas tree farm where the people would come to dance under sparkling lights, bundled up in their mittens and coats, no. and beside no. a flow. <laughs> and I just want to be there tonight. Sweet dreams of holly Man. and ribbon, mistakes are forgiven, and everything is icy and blue. Ah, here we go! You would be there too, under the mistletoe. So Drake posted some videos of his bridal path house. They were stories on Instagram. They're gone. But I have a little link where you can check them out. Just follow me on Twitter (laughs) at Maura Grierson. Now, we already know about the singing toilet. He posted a video of that a while back. What does that mean? It just has a speaker on it? Or does it be like, hello, thank you for sitting on my seat. It's a place. Oh, what a lovely... Your nation. (laughs) (laughs) That would be great. No, it's like when you open the water closet. So when you open the door to Mm -hmm. the toilet room, uh, the toilet's lid lifts automatically. There, it starts glowing because it has like a light underneath it. And then when you sit down, soft music starts playing, so you don't have to listen to the sound of yourself. Be funny if you sat down and all of a sudden it was like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> that would be hilarious. It'd be amazing. <laughs> or. Hey! Yeah. Oh, yes. You should come out with that toilet. That's you so really funny. didn't enjoy it that much, I did you? I did. I did. <laughs> okay. That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the rest of the house, okay? Yeah. Everything is marble. Everything. Mm-hmm. The floors, the countertop. Off the kitchen, there's this chill zone with one of those two-sided fireplaces where if you bend down, you can see through into the other room. Yeah, like at the keg? Like at the keg. (laughs) Okay, yeah. He's got like one of those fireplaces from the keg. Of course he does. He's got a basketball court in there. We already knew that. Yeah, yeah. 
Grand piano in that room, too. I think he made a few design errors, though. He went with gray suede couches. And if you've ever, I mean, I've never sat on a suede one, but I don't like microfiber couches because they leave the imprint of your bum when you stand up. Yeah, and it always looks bigger than it is. It always looks huge. It should have one of those uh, warnings like they have on mirrors of car. Yes, objects seem larger than they are. <laughs> Butt marks on the couch <laughs> are larger than they appear. Yes, yes. Drake, what are you doing? Uh, it also just looks like it's missing something to me because everything seems so new. I feel like he needs like a couple of... Vintage pieces, mm. secondhand pieces, antiques. I don't know. Everything just looks so shiny and new, you know? Yeah, that must be terrible. <laughs> yeah, but you can't have yeah. all of the same thing. So you want him to go down to like uh, Salvation Army and get a couch or something? Val- no, I Value want him to Village? go down to Value Village okay. and pick up a few vintage pieces, okay? Yeah, I'm sure he's going to get all over that. A couple that. of dining chairs that are older. He's a modern guy, Mora. Yeah, I guess so. Do you find yourself driving home behind someone who has a Christmas tree on the roof of their car and you're like, dear God, I hope this dude (laughs) tied that to his roof properly. Yeah. Here are some tips from experts as to how to do it properly. Do you think you point the tree trunk towards the front of the car or do you point it towards the back? Well, obviously towards the front, (laughs) Mora. You're talking to a guy who just brought a tree to okay. my house last Friday yeah, on the baby. top of my car. You got to get the trunk facing towards... Aerodynamic, man. Yes. The trunk faces towards the front. You got the tip at the back. Yeah. You tie that sucker down in three places, bottom, center, and top. You use a car with roof racks, if you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, bring uh, some of your own uh, quality uh, ratchet straps. Ratchet straps. <laughs> That's aggressive. Ratchet that thing yeah. down <coughs> if you can. Yeah. And also, they recommend doing the test tug beforehand, where you tug it from different directions and make sure it's uh, sitting there nice and firm. I also recommend banging the tree on the sidewalk before you put it on your car. Why? Well, because of all the uh, loose, uh, dead oh. little sprigates. What are they called? Sprigates? I don't know why I'm. <laughs> yes, it's sprigates. All, all the right words are escaping me this morning. <laughs> Last night I was like, it's Friday, Junior. I'm having a tequila. Yeah. I don't care. And now, kind of regretting it. Now it's uh, sprigates <laughs> all day. Yeah. Really, I've lost my ability to uh, come lost, up with the right word. You've lost your sprigates, man. I sure have. <laughs> so a woman in Toronto had a Santa lawn ornament stolen because it was disturbing everybody in her neighborhood. And actually, this is your neighborhood, Tucker. Oh, I used to bike by a zombie Santa all the time. Zombie? Santa. It's frightening. It is disturbing. Like it's uh they, I've never seen a Santa display that actually af- made me afraid. It made you afraid. It just creeped me out. It was really creepy. It, so, it, to the point where if I had my kids with me and they were younger, yeah. I wouldn't walk down that street. I bet. I bet it was a life-size mannequin Santa, and for Halloween, this homeowner covered him in blood. And you know, you know your neighborhood. They're not big houses. They don't have much storage. Yeah. So she didn't have room for Halloween decor and Christmas decor, so she just combined the two. And that's why you had zombie Santa. So she thought it still kind of worked for Christmas. But literally, it was a massive Santa covered in blood and like limbs kind of strewn on the lawn. Yeah. So for an entire (laughs) week this year, I guess neighbors just kind of had enough. And what they were doing is they were moving zombie Santa onto her porch every single night. And then when she'd get up, she'd 
being like, what's Santa doing over here? Put him back. Mm, then she, she got get a, the hint. Then she got a note, an yeah. anonymous note, which is, I think, where the neighbors went wrong. It said, your neighbors would like you to remove Halloween Santa. It's scaring the little children. Much appreciated. Why is that wrong? Because she said it offended her that, um, first of all, a neighbor wouldn't speak to her directly about it. And there was no name on it. Like, just say who you are. Hey, it's your neighbor, Jill. Nah, I, I get that. You know, it's like when I was parking in a spot that I shouldn't have been parking in in my neighborhood, and neighbors started leaving these threatening notes on my windshield. Like, just tell me who you are. I, I had no idea I couldn't park there. You know, come talk to me. Nah, because then a you would no, person. you would. I'll tell you what would happen if someone left a note to me and they told me who they were. Uh huh. Every time I walked by their house, I'd be like, "Oh, there they are." No. It would be yeah. It would start something. Well, this started something. So, anyways, yeah, I'm. I would have left it anonymous as well. I think you should put your name on there, so they know where to throw the eggs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So instead of removing Halloween Santa, she didn't like that note, so she put a note on Halloween Santa that says, "Nobody puts zombie Santa in a closet." <laughs> And on Saturday night this past weekend, zombie Santa was stolen. Who knows what happened, but he's gone. This is the greatest foundation for a horror movie I have heard of (laughs) in a while. You're absolutely right. How great is it if zombie Santa starts going around scaring people? You know, where is zombie Santa? Well, maybe maybe the, zombie Santa got hit by lightning in some freak storm yeah. and brought it to life. She thinks the neighbors got rid of him, but he's actually walking around terrorizing the neighborhood. Yeah, and he should start with her. <laughs> That's for right. For not protecting him. <laughs> That's right. Kids can be the worst, even when they don't mean to be. They can really hurt you. <laughs> yes, they can. Savannah Guthrie from the Today Show missed a week of work and is still having vision problems after her three-year-old threw a toy train at her face and tore her retina. Do you imagine? Oh, I could not imagine. Oh, I mean, I've had headbutts before. Yeah, I've had the headbutts. I'm totally paranoid about my eyes. I feel like I'm going to get an eye scratched out at some point. Andrew, how did your kid mess you up? I have three kids, and between the ages of two and four is the worst ages because they're at the perfect height that when they want to come and run and give you a hug, (laughs) they always headbutt you right in the private. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I had to start correcting myself anytime one of them come to run and give me a hug. You have to turn sideways slightly. Yeah, Yeah, I learned that pretty quick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know, maybe secretly they just didn't want any more siblings. They were trying to sabotage the workstation. Yeah. I I would not be surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, thanks, Andrew. Appreciate the story. No worries. Have a great day. We just got a text, 1-800-953-2464 from Peter. He says he was laying on his belly in his bed, Mm. and his four-year-old daughter decided to jump up and land on his back with her knees. Oh, he ended up having two broken ribs. Oh, my God. Yeah, and he was in pain for several months. Julia, how did your kid mess you up? My kid jammed my finger backwards with a basketball the one day. Uh. He was fake, faking it out, like fake throwing it at me, and I went to go stop it, and it bent my finger all the way back. Ah. How old's your kid at this point? 
Uh, I think he was like seven or eight at the time. Ah, uh, he should know mm. better. Who does he think you are, LeBron James? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, don't even get me started. He walked around going LeBron James for like ten years. We got a text from Mike from the 519. He said, uh, two to four-year-olds are the worst. Got kicked in the privates while carrying my son. Resulted in blood in fluids, a doctor's visit, and a bladder scope. Oh, bladder scope? Where do they go in on that? (laughs) This should never be in the same sentence. Cam, what's your story? How did your kid mess you up? Took him to an indoor playground. And he was too small. He's only two. He wanted to go up on the rings that they attached to the ceiling to climb across. So I was holding him up there so he could play. He was happy. Talking to another parent. Didn't realize he let go. And the full steel metal ring hit me square in the head. Pretty much knocked me out and gave me a concussion. Oh. I'm okay now. I would do it all over again. <laughs> really? Like you'd not pay attention and get hit in the head again? <laughs> cute. Okay, well, you must be really cute, because if it happened to me, I'd try and not let that happen again, but you know. That's the ultimate goal, of course. Yeah. Right, right, right. Hey, thanks, Cam. Appreciate the story. No problem. Love you guys. Have a great day. Okay, we got a text on the 416. I learned a valuable lesson when I found my three-year-old hold- holding a steak knife. In the future, just ask for it. Don't try to take it. He had a good grip <laughs> on it, and I ended up with four stitches. Oh. oh, Diana, <laughs> how'd your kid mess you up? I'm an early childhood educator, actually, and a child at work messed me up. So I was in the bathroom, I was supplying, and this kid from across the room pushed this car on a ramp, and it came flying across the room and hit me in the forehead. <gasps> I was so embarrassed because I was, like, supplying. It was my first day there. Oh. And the teacher was like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. She's like, no, you're not. You have a giant bump, and your head is bleeding. So oh. embarrassing as yeah. well. Yeah, that sucks. That's quite a killer uh, ramp they got, though, at that daycare for, <laughs> with cars. <laughs> they, like, made it with wood blocks. It was, like, a great science, like, physics, but not ideal. Wow. Ideally. Either that or you have a very soft forehead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for the story. Appreciate it. Thank you. Sandra, how'd your kid mess you up? When I was pregnant with my son, he was so active that he did damage to my bladder and my kidneys and he punctured a hole in my uterus and now if I ever have another kid I have to have a C-section no matter what. what? And this was all from in utero when the baby was just the growing? Yeah, and that was almost 10 years ago and well mentally he's damaged me with far worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds to me like you got an MMA fighter on your hands. <laughs> he's something. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for calling the show. Thank you. Justin Timberlake must have been taking a lot of heat at home over the incident that happened in New Orleans. Oh, yes. Uh, Was it like a week ago or so? He was seen on a balcony of a bar with his co-star for a movie he's got coming up, and they were touchy-feely. She had her hand on his thigh. I think there were moments where they were holding hands. I we did, don't know, by the way, who put the hand there. We don't know who he put He could have grabbed her hand, hand and put, put it, it on there. his thigh. Sure. She could have just aggressively been making a move yes. on Timberlake. Yes. The fingers were not intertwined in the hand holding? No, but her hand was <laughs> draped over his thigh, which to me was the, uh, <laughs> you know, that was all I needed to see to know that 
If it was my wife looking at that picture, she would have been pissed. Mm -hmm. And so he's made a public apology, and he's done it on Instagram. And is it really an apology if you're also plugging your movie at the same time? (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Um, What did he say? Okay, you want to hear what he said? Yeah. Should I play some uh, apology music here? Sure. I stay away from gossip as much as I can, but for my family, I feel it's important to address recent rumors that are hurting the people I love. A few weeks ago, I displayed a strong lapse in judgment. Hmm. But let me be clear, nothing happened between me and my co-star. Nice. I drank way too much that night, and I regret my behavior. Mm Mm-hmm. I should have known better. Yeah. This is not the example I want to set for my son. Okay. I apologize to my amazing wife and family for putting them through such an embarrassing situation. And I am focused on being the best husband and father I can be. This was not that. Huh. I'm incredibly proud to be working on Palmer. Okay. Looking forward to continuing to make this movie and excited for people to see it. Buy your tickets today oh, at Cineplex Odeon Theater. Yeah, no, he didn't say that. But uh, he did say he was looking forward to continuing to make the movie. And then sure. kind of seemed like a little bit of a plug. Why for not? The, Why not? Yeah. You know, no, you know, they say no press is bad press. I yeah. have to say, though, as somebody who's been in some acting classes before, I am curious if him and this co-star who was getting all touchy-feely, if they are in a romantic relationship on screen for the movie. Alicia Wainwright is the woman's name. Yeah. I'm yeah. curious if they play love interests in the movie. And I bring that up only because that would mean that on camera, those boundaries have already been crossed. They're getting handsy. They may have had a uh, love scene. They may have been naked together. Yeah. So when you are off camera, as somebody who has been in acting classes, because you've already crossed that line, it's almost like you have this intimate relationship with this person. Uh-huh. And you, much... <laughs> I, I remember... It's, I almost feel like you're explaining to me why, why? just cheated on me (laughs) okay yeah go on okay i'm listening i think i need the sad music oh you need the sad music uh, apparently i'm apologizing here's the thing tucker yeah on camera we made love so off camera okay yeah yeah we have an intimacy we're still filming i need to be in character with this person all the time Like, literally, I've seen it on shoots where people are supposed to be married, and when the cameras aren't rolling, they still look like a married couple. You know, Leonardo DiCaprio never drops character when he's shooting. You think when the cameras aren't on him that he's not acting like this person in the movie is supposed to be his wife, like Margot Robbie? You think. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Now, I don't think Leonardo DiCaprio and Justin Timberlake are the same level of actor. Mm-hmm. But Justin could be trying to be more okay, like Leonardo okay, DiCaprio. you've convinced me. <laughs> Apology accepted, Mara. You go ahead and grope your friends oh, all you want while you're go. in acting class. Here we go. If you were, um, if that was Matt and mm-hmm. he was on a balcony, yep. uh, pissed or not? Here's the thing. Oh, God. A woman came by the bar the other night yeah? and was grabbing him by the beard, okay. pulling him close. Yeah? Yeah. Uh-huh. He told me about it. I thought it was funny. I'm like, uh, you know, I'm I find it a compliment that other women find my husband attractive.
Wow, Justin Timberlake plugs his movie and you found a way to plug your bar. <laughs> All in that same break. <laughs> Have you guys been watching The Crown? Oh, I am obsessed. I was all uh, annoyed because they changed the cast of the show yeah, yeah. to reflect the fact that the Queen and Prince Philip and Prince Charles and everybody was getting older. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you, it only took like a single episode to get used to the new cast. And it made me a little sad because I was like, we were replaced once, too. <laughs> Was it that quick wow. that we were easily replaced? Oh, one I episode? Never... Was it one episode before people got used to the new cast of characters that I are on a show? I never thought about it that way, but no. now when you say it like that... Yeah, think of how easily you move past the old like, actors. Hey, yeah. I've moved on. Prince Charles is at university in yeah. this season, so you know, he'd be like, what, 19-ish? It's really made me fall in love with Prince Charles. But I do wonder, and do you not wonder, does the royal family sit around and watch The Crown? And if this show is anything like their real life, yeah, then they damn well do. They all sit around uh, and they watch the show. You, you think that the Queen is watching an episode of The Crown where they're yes. talking about Prince Philip cheating on her left, right, and center, and they're all watching it as a family? They're watching it, Maura, but they're watching it secretly without telling the other people they're watching I it. I guarantee you they're watching it. If there the, was... the Queen is in her bed with an iPad, and she's got the covers pulled over her head, <laughs> and she's watching episodes of The Crown without anybody watching. If there was a, a show about your life on television, would you not watch it? Of course I would. Exactly. But if it was about how I was cheating on my wife, Dab, you'd be not even... watching it with her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you know, then that... she might turn to you and say, is that accurate? Is that what happened? <laughs> was that Thursday Lunch Club or whatever it is they go hang out at? Really? All about talking about your infidelity? Oh, man. Yeah. So, so awkward. Like, you don't, you're telling me that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle aren't watching this? Of course they They're are. They're totally watching it. You know how you've always been very, like, anti-royal and I've always been the one that's so into the royals? I, anti-royal is maybe the wrong way to put it. I just think that uh, it's a very oppressive organization. Sure. I think there was a time and place for it, but I think these days, other than just celebrating the history of it, they got to shut it down. Right. It's ridiculous. For the first time ever, I feel like I'm coming to your side because I've always been a big fan of what's going on yeah. with the monarchy. And now watching the show, I'm like, they really do nothing all day. What yeah, are when, they when doing? When they're going to work, it's attending events. Like you might attend a, an event if you spend $500 to go to a charity dinner. Yeah, and they're you complaining know? about that. Yeah, that's their work. Or having to read a speech that was written for, for them by them. the staff. Yes. Yeah, that's their tough and day in the office. And all they do is office. meddle in everyone's love life. Like you can't love anyone. They yeah. pick who you're going to love. Yeah, or there's an issue if it's not working out well. Look at Harry and Meghan. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, leave. Anyways, it's so interesting if you're not watching it. Yeah, get on board. Prince Harry's on a six-week break from, quote, work. Yeah, right he's now. catching up on the crown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, it is a good season. Welcome to the 730 Games. Today we play Battle of the Exes. Tammy and Anna are competing to see whose ex is the worst. And Tammy, you get the first move. What do you got for our first story? My ex would, he was uh, staying with us for a little while and he'd get up in the morning and say, you know, I'm off to work. And he'd head off to work and I'd bought all his work clothes and everything. And I found out after a couple of months, he was actually just going up to his dad's where there was no one at home and playing World of Warcraft. 
Is that like a job playing World of Warcraft? Well, it can be uh, long days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he used to actually send me pictures throughout the day, too, and go, oh, look at the work that I've done today. Like stock photos of, like, presentations? Yeah, he was supposed to be, like, um, re, um, doing the inside of people's houses, like painting and, like, you know, oh. fixing things up. So he would send me the inside of people's houses that, that he was working on, and he actually didn't even do the work. And then wow. on payday, what happens then? He just... We uh, never showed each other our pays, so he would just be like, oh, I had to pay my dad some money. Like, I don't have any. Do you have a few bucks I can borrow? And... Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Anna, yeah. what is your first move? So the day of um, my daughter's ultrasound to find out the gender, we went to the 3D. He decided not to come because the night before he got drunk. So I said, whatever, come back because I found out what I was having. And he told me that he was leaving me for somebody else. <gasps> On the day you found out the gender of your baby? Yes. Oh, my God. Maybe no. it was because you didn't have a son, right? Yeah. It was like, that's it. I don't want a daughter. I'm out. That's horrible. I can't imagine. Tammy, back to you and your second move. I had bought him a laptop for Christmas. I had also bought him um, tickets to Buffalo Bills game, which I paid for his passport so that we could go. Wow. And then shortly afterwards, I found out that he was on the World of Warcraft and with through the computer that I had bought him. He was actually talking to other girls in the States and sending pictures back and forth, calling them his soulmate, telling one girl that he was going to come and live with her. Uh. And then um, on Valentine's Day, he sent me a text message while I was at work saying he didn't want to be with me anymore. On Valentine's Day? By a text. Yeah, right in the middle of my work day, too. Crazy. Anna, your second move. So I noticed that $2,000 was missing from our joint bank account. So I asked him about it and he said he needed car repairs. So I asked him, uh, can I get the receipt? Because I file everything, making sure money's in order. Mm. And he's like, well, I don't have the receipt. So I said, okay, whatever. So I called our normal car repair person, asked him for receipt. They told me there was no car repairs. So I asked him again to find out that the girl he left me for, he wanted to send her back home for Christmas. So he took the money out of our account to pay for it. To send the mistress home for the holidays? Yes. That sounds like a Hallmark movie (laughs) you'd see this time of year. On your dime? (laughs) That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. He was a winner. I'll tell you, I love this feature because there's nothing that makes me seem like a better husband than hearing (laughs) stories like this. Yes. Tammy's ex was pretending to be at a job when he was just really playing video games and then was texting and sexting and communicating with people in the States claiming that they were his soulmate. Mm -hmm. Anna's ex left her after she revealed the gender of their baby and also stole $2,000 from her so he could send his mistress home for the holidays. Who is going to win this battle of the exes? Everybody wins something. That's the good news. But our winner is Anna. I'm so happy that you guys aren't with those guys anymore. Me too. What a bunch of losers. I I wish we could bring them on to just explain. Just to be like, why? Why? (laughs) You know? 
I don't think you'd want to know why. Right. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't really want to know why. Yeah, move forward. Don, We're moving I, forward. Yeah. I would want to do one of those uh, scenes like they had in Game of Thrones, where Cersei had to do the uh, walk of shame. There, remember that whole thing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Shame. 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 We should just have all the exes like have to go down a corridor where people are throwing (laughs) stuff at them and yelling terrible things. Shame. That'd be the best. Ladies, thank you so much for taking part in this battle of the exes. Thank you. And this morning we're playing a game called What's That? What's That? Louise. Hello. Hey, Louise. This is how it's going to work. I'm going to play you the sound of something. And then I'm going to ask, what's that? And I'm going to make it multiple choice. And if you get two out of three right, you are going to be a winner. All right. Sound number one. Yikes. Oh, what's that? Is that... A woman trying to record her partner snoring on the couch. Is that a bulldog plowing its head into a snowbank on a sidewalk? Or is that somebody trying to pet a pig at a petting farm? Oh, man. <laughs> okay. You going pig on that one, Louise? I am. Mm, unfortunately, you're wrong on that one. Really? Oh, you got butt slammed. Yeah. I, I would have gone pig on you've pig. Gone, it's a bulldog plowing its head into a snowbank on a sidewalk. Wow. Okay, let me see if this one's a little easier for you. You need two out of three right in order to win. And okay. our next sound is... What's that? What's that? Is that a guy busking with a couple of buckets and some drumsticks? Mm-hmm. Is that somebody trying to tap dance for the very first time? Uh-huh. Or is that the sound of massive hailstones hitting the windshield of a car? You're going tap dance? <laughs> I, th- I feel like windshield feels right to me. I mean, I felt like it was uh, a million things falling from a vending machine. So someone tap dancing? <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going windshield, Louise. You want to change your answer? Sure, let's go with windshield. You're going to trust Mora on this one. Oh, well, wouldn't it be bad if she... Uh, store you in the wrong direction, but you know what? You're right on this oh, one. Oh, good for you. Yeah. yeah. You always trust Mora. Okay. <laughs> now, our last one. You need this one to win the $300 gift card to Shoppers Drug Mart plus $100 in Lotto 649 tickets mm. to get that 649 feeling. Amazing. <laughs> Total crybaby man. <laughs> no? No, that's not one of the options, although that might work too. 
Is that the sound of a toddler in a massive snowsuit getting frustrated when the parents won't help him up? Is that a woman in a hospital in labor? Or is that the sound of a spotted deer making just weird noises in the middle of the road? The toddler. Yeah, snowsuit felt right to me at first, but then when I heard it again, I'm feeling more spotted deer. Oh my God, Mara, you're killing me. I, think, I, I honestly, <laughs> that didn't sound like a toddler off the top. I, I'm, I'm going. Mara has a toddler. I will say that. I'm going spotted deer on this one. <laughs> mm. What do you think, Louise? What are you going to go? With? You're going spotted deer. Spotted deer. Yeah. Oh, you're going to trust Mara again. I will. I will. And. Mora was right. Yes. I'm just going to give the prize to Mora. You did know. it, Louise. She changed your mind. You were 0 for 3, and Mora like, <laughs> totally took control of things. Wow. Congratulations, Louise. You figured out what's that. And this morning, we're playing a game called Mora Push Play or No Way. Yeah. Okay. Jeff. I am looking at a list of five songs that have been named the most streamed tracks in the world for the last 10 years on Spotify. Okay. Okay? And I'm going to give you two songs, and you have to tell me which song people pressed play on and which one was the no way, meaning it didn't make the top five. Okay. Okay. I'll give you a little tester if you'd like here. Okay. A little tester. A little practice run. Yeah. So okay. here is song number one. Despacito. Despacito. Big hit. Okay. Monster song. Or how about... That's why I need a one dance. Drake. One dance. One more time I go. Okay, so Jeff, your decision would be which one did people push play on and which one did people say no way on? I would push play on both, but I'm going to go with Despacito. You know what? You're actually wrong on that one. Well, sorry, wait, hang on here. You're wrong on that one. So good thing that was a tester. I hope it's easier. Okay. You need two out of three right in order to win here this morning. All right. Okay. Now it counts. This is for real. We got song one. Why you gotta be so rude? Magic and rude. Monster hit song yeah. for them. I'm gonna marry you anyway. You got this one. Yeah. I've been popping, popping, man. I feel just like Post Malone and Rockstar. Okay, Jeff. Which one did they push play on, and which one did you know way on? I'm play on Post Malone. Well, you are correct. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Post Malone, rock star. One of the most streamed tracks of the decade made it to the top five. Wow. Next up here. Hey. Uh, Justin Bieber. I you love know, this it's song. the last 10 years, right? Sure. This is a big hit. Monster hit. Did you love this song? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Or Ed Sheeran and Shape of You, which was also a big song in the last 10 years. Okay, Jeff. Uh, That's a tough one. I'm going Ed Sheeran. Well, just like that, you got it right. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Ed Sheeran. Did Jeff just win this contest? Well, he may have, but let's keep playing let's anyway. Let's keep playing. Though he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I did lots of work to get ready for this. I'd hate to not uh, be able to do it. Let's see how you do with this one here. So baby, pull me Chain Smoker. Yeah. All right, closer. Oh, oh. John Mendez, life Holy. of the party. Holy Tucker. Thanks. We don't have the time to be sorry. One of these made it to the top five. One did not. What do you think, I'm Jeff? Going, I'm going chain smokers. Well, you're good at this. You got that one right. All right. Wow. You need one more to win. Jeff? <laughs> this is all, I gotta, I gotta all or nothing. Perfect. All or nothing. One more to win, yeah. Jeff. Change the rules on you. Okay? <laughs> Ed Sheeran, oh, yeah, thinking yeah. out loud, right? Take me into your loving arms. Big wedding song. Big wedding song. Taylor Swift and the classic anthem, We Are Never, Ever, Ever Getting Back Together. Okay, Jeff. Which one are you pushing play on? Which one are you no way in on? Well, when I was in Vegas and got married, I had to dance to Ed Sheeran. So I that was your wedding it. song? It was in Las Vegas on the Strip in front of Caesar's Palace. Wow. But yeah, yeah, it was pretty interesting and cool. Was this, like, However, coordinated, or did you just, like, literally stop on the sidewalk and decide to do the ceremony? We, we did the ceremony. We were on the sidewalk, stopped. We had a crowd of people around us. It was, it was a good time. That sounds fun. And then you danced to that song. We did, right by the, you know where the fountain is? At yeah, I know yeah, exactly yeah. where you're talking about, where yeah. they do wow. the big show. Okay, so does yeah. that mean you're going with Ed Sheeran I, on this one or not? I, I'm Taylor Swift's too big, so I'm going with Taylor Swift. You're going Taylor Swift? <laughs> wow, you're the, you got it wrong. Oh, Sorry. Kill me later. Yeah, you've lost the whole game. I changed the rules on you, and then you like, went and lost. <laughs> now, you got your uh, two out of three right earlier, so congratulations, Thank Jeff. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you very much. It is time for some proper holiday buffet etiquette. Okay, Tucker, this is from a UK etiquette expert. You know, they're very proper over there in the UK. They know what they're talking about. How many times is it acceptable to go back up to the buffet to fill up your plate before it becomes rude? This is when you're at a big family dinner. At somebody's house Mm -hmm. or whatever, a gathering. Yes, a buffet-style gathering. How many times... Has everybody gone up once? Very good question. Oftentimes, people don't even consider that. Well, you gotta... To me, everyone has to have gone up once. And then once you've gone up once, at that point, I think it's a free-for-all. You go so up as much times? as you want. As much I, as you want? Unlimited after everybody's gone up. Well, you snooze, you lose. If you don't wrong. get enough on that one plate, I'm oh, wrong. No, you're wrong. One. According okay. to etiquette experts, yeah. it is acceptable to fill up your plate twice. And that is it. 
Uh, and don't pile it high. You know how some people create like a mountain of food? Yeah, not yeah. Not acceptable. Not acceptable. Yeah, my move is I bring two plates <laughs> and I do like all the cold salad stuff oh, on one. No, well, because no, no, if no, you're no, at a no, buffet, no. I don't want to have gravy and salad on the same plate. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so I would take, it doesn't mean I'm taking more. It's just I like to have it spaced out. Right, right. Okay. Especially if I'm at a restaurant. Is it okay Okay. To sample the vegetarian option if you are a meat eater and go into town on the meat dish. Oh. Mm. I'm going to say if the vegetarians have gone up and had a serving, then it's a free-for-all. But you got to wait till everybody who wants, you know, the actual true vegetarians to get their no! meat first. Really? Wrong you again? wrong. Sit back down with your no. plate, sir. Embarrassing. No, it says if you are a meat eater, you're not supposed to be eating the vegetarian option, okay? People with dietary restrictions have a hard enough deal as it is. Uh, there's this resort we go to every summer with my wife, and she's gluten free. And her gluten free dessert is always better than the regular dessert. <laughs> uh huh. So I, <laughs> well, sometimes order the gluten free dessert and oh. hoping that, you know, that there isn't someone who's gluten free. It's going to miss out. Yeah, wrong. is that wrong? <laughs> okay, is that it? No. Oh, you got more? Is it Jeez. okay to move ahead of someone who's causing a buffet blockage? You oh, know how that happens? Yeah. I'm the one who's usually causing it. Is it okay it's to... It's usually a picky eater, and it's a big bowl of something, yeah. and they're just hand-picking what yeah. veg or whatever they is want okay out of it. Is it okay to pass them? Uh, yeah, yeah, you keep it going. Absolutely not. Ah. You the worst Don't invite me over for a buffet. Is it okay to be the first person at the buffet table? What do you mean, the first person? You know, is it is it okay to be the first one to crack into all the dishes? Yes. No. What do you mean? You cannot. Someone has to be first. Yeah, not you, buddy. No, really? Not you. Oh. Is it okay to wear a flowy kimono sleeve that drags <laughs> through all of the dishes? Okay, I'm done. Uh. <laughs> When you get a sext, is it because your partner is in the mood? Maura, I have no idea. Oh, it has never happened. <laughs> Not once? Not once. Not once. Not, Not even in the early stages before nope. you guys were married. Nope. Wow. Smartphones weren't invented then. Oh. <laughs> so it's a little different time. <laughs> you know, I had a flip phone yeah. with T9 texting. Still. Yeah. You could send a shorty. You know, I've been with my wife since I was basically three years old, <laughs> okay. essentially. Okay. Yeah. Well, so it turns never, out... My wife won't sex me. She will never sex me. I have asked her. She has a work phone. That's why. Yeah, but lots of people have work phones. You have a work phone. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah Doesn't exactly. stop me. Doesn't stop you. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> yeah, but Deb is like high up in a company. Doesn't you know? matter. Can't be doing Nobody's that. Nobody's checking out her phone. You know what kind of... Like how deep they'd have to dig into her phone to find to something, find something if she like deleted that. it right yeah. away. Yeah, be, yeah. They'd never do that. I agree. Well, in most cases, there's another motive for the sext. It's not because your partner is turned on. It's they're sending you the sext for non-sexual reasons. So maybe you shouldn't even care, Tucker. Okay. One third of people, only a third sext because they're turned on. The rest of us sexed for two reasons. Number one, yeah. to get reassurance that your partner is still into you. And number two, as a favor to your partner. And knowing that by doing that favor, you're going to get a non-sexual favor in return eventually yeah, as well. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll make lunches tonight, Jeff. Just send me something.
<laughs> See, I would be fine for all of those reasons if she sent me one. Right. Yeah. Just as a favor, you'd probably sure, love it. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Thank you very much. At my house, ask and you shall not receive. <laughs> Scientists have come up with a really cool way to save coral reefs, Tucker. I know you're going to like this. You're going to make the planet a little cooler because that seems to be having a negative effect on a lot of reefs around the world, especially the ones that are lying in shallow water. Exactly. They're getting bleached, I guess. Sun bleached out. Yeah. Yeah. So they've set up these underwater speakers on the Great Barrier Reef and they play the sounds of healthy coral reefs to lure fish back. Back to damaged areas. <laughs> and they found that the sounds of a healthy coral reef that they're piping through the speakers actually attract twice as much fish to dead patches of coral. And when these fish come to the coral, they actually clean it up and make room for new coral to grow. So this is what it sounds like if you're listening to a healthy coral reef. That's the crackling of shrimp. And whoops and grunts from fish. And they just play that over and over again. They just loop that over and over again. And fish come by and they start basically getting the coral back to life. They're kind of using the same approach that nightclubs used for years. What's that? Make it seem like there's a big party going on inside. And then you get in there and there's nothing (laughs) happening. And you're like, what? You just held me out at the line for 15 minutes? Why was I standing outside in the cold? There's nobody in here. You're playing this cool music. It sounds like there's a big bash going on. Yeah. Nope. Nobody's here. I wonder if the fish are as angry about it as we were when we got in. Where's all the shrimp? Why are you charging a cover? There's nobody here. I'm pretty sure I heard a dolphin. I don't see any dolphins here. Exactly. But hey, if it's working, it's working. Have you ever had a package stolen from your front porch? Porch pirates are on the rise. They're like all over the place, especially this time of year and especially after Cyber Monday. But also on the rise, Tucker, is a new tactic to catch them and diss them in one foul swoop. Please tell me it is a giant razor blade that falls from the top of the porch, (laughs) cutting anything in its path. Oh. Oh, sorry about that. Thanks for trying to steal my AirPods from Amazon. No, no, that's not what it is. That's not what it is. Gotcha. People would get arrested in that case. Please tell me that (laughs) when somebody pulls a package away from the front door, it releases a little rope, Uh and that rope goes through like a little pulley system, like... And then from up above, all of a sudden, a flaming bottle of alcohol falls. And then lights the perpetrator on fire. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. That's exactly what it is. And the homeowner's like, it was literally just... A uh, roll of toilet uh, toilet paper that I got from Amazon. <laughs> they send it every two weeks. Right. Yeah. No, 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 no. It'd be amazing if it okay. was, Okay, here's the trend. I think you're going to appreciate this, okay? Okay. All of these porch pirate victims that have done this have had access to or have a young child. Okay. Okay, please tell me. <laughs> yes. They grab the package, and then all of a sudden, a cannon goes off. <laughs> Sending the porch pirate flying as though he's some sort of, you know, circus performer. No. Okay. So they make their own package filled with dirty diapers turned inside out. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> when uh, they open the package, there's a catapult that slams the dirty diaper into the face. Yes! I'm oh, kidding. There's oh, no, no Really? That would have been awesome. You could do it, though. You could do it. I love that you thought that. No. Uh, but there is dirt. So they're turned inside out, which is, you know, so the, the package is there. They put them inside an Amazon box. Yes. Okay? And you leave them out for the thieves to take. And then there's a whole part two here. They also set up cameras. It's a booby trap, essentially. So when they come up, you've got their face on camera. Now, every time that someone has done this, they've handed the footage over to cops and they've been able to track the person down and arrest them. Ah! Why can't they find the people who steal my bikes? I have video... Of, Your video quality is crap. Well, it's not ideal, but you could totally make out the clothing and what the guy's carrying with yeah. them. So if you spot him in the neighborhood again, you know he's likely going to steal a bike. It's the guy. It's the guy. It's the bike thief yeah. guy. I don't they're know. They're just all over the but the porch pirates this seem to be getting hot. That's good, I guess. Instead of the seat, it's a dirty diaper that looks like a bicycle seat. So when he sits <laughs> on it, he just, he just pooped his pants. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then razor blades shoot up from the seat, <laughs> and then wait, wait, castrate them right there on the spot. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, shoot up. You better ride that bike to the hospital before you bleed out, buddy. <laughs> yeah. That would be amazing. Yes. So we're asking the question: How did you get burned shopping online? And uh, we'll start with John. What's your story? My son was born the beginning of September, and when I was growing up, I used to always read these Dr. Seuss books with my parents. So, so I bought these books off of Amazon, um, and I primed them to myself. But I did all the ordering on my phone, so some of the details you don't really see. And it was a really—it looked like a really awesome deal. It was like eighty bucks, but there was. 20 different uh, Dr. Seuss books. Great. Wow. And it's Amazon Prime, so you're getting this, like, yeah. pretty quick. Yeah, it came, like, the next day. And, you know, I was all excited for these, like, big books that had nice pictures. And when it, when I came, like, when I got it, it was in this much smaller box than I thought I was going to be getting. I opened it up, and all these books were, like, four inches by three inches. <laughs> 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 Like the Traveler's and, uh, Edition of the Dr. Yeah. Seuss collection? You couldn't even see the pictures behind all the words that were written for the... Oh. It was just a bunch of words, so... Yeah. Nearly as cool as I thought it was going to be. Ended up returning it with no problem. Yeah, that's the beauty of Amazon Prime, right? It's just like, send it back. Mm-hmm. They'll take it. Yeah. But they do say buying stuff on your phone is not the way to go because you it leaves out key information. So do it on your regular desktop computer. Yeah, I'll have to do that at work today. Look it up on my computer instead of my phone. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> John, thanks for the story. Appreciate it. Congrats on the baby. Oh, thank you. Nice. We just got a text from Mike, 1-800-953-2464. He said, I ordered what I thought were a pair of wireless earbuds. The picture showed two of them. But when it was shipped, I only got one. (laughs) <laughs> it was per. Uh, yes. You had to pick a left ear or a right I ear? I contacted them and they said that I made the mistake. <laughs> the fine print clearly says, of course it's fine print, that you only get one, even though the picture shows two. Oh, isn't that a isn't burn? Isn't that ridiculous? I've wondered about those uh, knockoff AirPods, too, mm-hmm. if they're any good. Because there was one I was looking at the reviews for 
I think they're called like the i200s or something. Okay. They look exactly like the Apple AirPods, but they're 50 or 60 bucks instead of 200 plus tax or right. 220 well, plus tax. You might only get one of them. You only get one. That's the deal. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, 1-800-953-2464. If you want to be a part of the conversation, just asking how you got burned shopping online. Uh, what do you got for us, Melissa? What happened? So it's my husband who's with me, and he purchased a, like an $800 3D printer, and apparently it was like regular price 1200 We got a great deal. He never asked me permission to buy it. Okay, so. so this is one of those printers that can take a cube of plastic and turn it into anything, right? Yeah. It like carves it out, essentially? Yes, he told me it would be super useful for his business, and he'd build me lots of cool stuff. So we get the printer and he sets it up and, you know, he has some difficulties with getting it to print smoothly. It always kind of like something would always happen where the print didn't quite look right. And then eventually it just started printing what looked like bird's nest. (laughs) For everything? (laughs) Like everything. You would start it and it would be good for like two hours. The prints can take like 10 hours depending on what you're making. Right. We'd set it before we go to bed because, like, you know, you want to wake up and see what you made. Yeah. And Bird's nest every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, two hours in, every time, it would just turn into, like, a literal, bir- like, plastic bird's nest. Thing. Well, did you think about starting a bird's nest company where you sold these things? Well, we didn't, but now I'm thinking there is, like, a missed opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Hey, thank you so much for the story, Melissa. No problem. Thanks, guys. And is your husband right there and he just doesn't want to talk about it? Yeah, he's just like, this is pretty embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> done on that one. Yeah. Uh, all right. Thanks, guys. Have a good morning. Bye. It's being called one of the worst wedding proposals ever. And we have the audio of it. I feel so sorry for guys these days because everything is posted online. You got to one up everyone else. Mm-hmm. Is that what happened here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Listen to how romantic this idea was. Guy has his, uh, like a friend of his that the fiance doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Act like he's robbing a convenience store while he and his girlfriend are in the beer aisle. Okay. Then is the convenience store owner in on this? Yes, okay. he's in on it. Everybody's like, "This is the most romantic idea ever." You got to do it, Doesn't right? Doesn't seem romantic. Gotta it seems it. terrifying, yeah, but okay. So, uh, the fake robber then orders everybody to the back of the store, yes, scaring the girlfriend so much that she's down on her knees, fearing for her life. Mm, romantic. <laughs> So lovely. So romantic. Yeah. yeah. At this point, I've probably peed my pants. <laughs> Maybe. Even you know, worse. I may have soiled myself. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says I love you more than I need a change of pants, honey. Okay. And then um, the plan is to have the robber ask why she doesn't have a ring on her finger. And then the robber will what? give the boyfriend the ring and then the boyfriend proposals. What, you know... Amazing, right? Is stupid. So, because the store was uh, down with the idea, they uh, used their video surveillance Mm -hmm. to record the whole thing, which is why we have the audio. Okay. So, listen to just how romantic this is. Matt, you, Matt, right there. You right there. You have kids? How many kids? Three. Three. How old are your kids? 14, uh, six, and two. It's my girlfriend. What do you mean you're not married, man? I'm saying, right. Yeah, we're not married. 
know what? What are you waiting for? <laughs> Will you marry me? Are you serious? Yeah. Yes. She said yes. I'm gonna kill you. Ah, <laughs> ah, isn't that sweet? <laughs> that was the worst. Oh no! Yeah. You could literally hear her life flashing before yeah. her eyes. Yeah. I don't want to be terrified. She got a glimpse of what it would be like without him, right? Because she'd be dead. <laughs> That's the worst. Yeah. By the way, this guy has taken a lot of heat since he posted the video of that proposal. And he's now realized that he did, in fact, make a mistake. And so he posted this follow-up video, I think, to get people off his back. I don't know if I underestimated the scariness of the situation or overestimated her bravery. But either way, my math was off. So I sat down and binge-watched every episode of Rules of Engagement. Mm. Apparently, there's no rule saying I can't propose a second time. So he plans oh, on uh, proposing for a second time. Great. He's doing it because he wants more followers. <laughs> we're going to be on a plane and we're going to pretend it's being hijacked. And then yeah. we're going to have the pilot point <laughs> the nose of the plane towards the ground. <laughs> oh, we're going to die, honey. But before we do, I wanted to say one thing. Will you marry me? Oh. Yeah. He's really lucky that she didn't decide to grab a bottle of liquor, yeah. smash it on the ground, and go after the guy. Yeah. You know? She was like extra brave. She was like, you know, I have three kids <laughs> and I'm not dying today. Yeah, that'd be pretty amazing. <laughs> Energy, who's this? Oh, it's Pat. I'm just calling because I was just wondering, did that couple eventually... Um, get married. They haven't got married yet, as far as I know. I think this just happened fairly recently. So, I mean, she said yes. Well, she said yes under duress. But yeah, I, but they I, also have three kids together. What an idiot. What an idiot, what? right? My daughter was just telling me there was this other couple that the guy decided um, they were going to go bungee jumping, and he promised that he wouldn't push her but he pushed her anyways. And um, while they were dangling, he was going to propose. But he did push her, and she ended up breaking up with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to be able to trust somebody, right? Exactly. So I'm wondering if this woman with the uh, store robber broke up. Yeah, good question. That's a really good question. As far as I know, they're still together, but I think he uh, is trying to make up for his earlier Wait, miscalculation. I, why didn't anyone along the line who was involved in it say to him, like, this is like a really bad idea? Yeah. Yeah. Because like they all else. wanted they all wanted to see it go down. Yeah. He probably told some of his buddies and they were probably like, That's a great idea. You really should <laughs> do that. Nobody would think it's a great idea. Was there any women involved? Uh, like, there couldn't have been. No, there couldn't have been no. any common sense involved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a bunch of buddies that wanted to see their friend crash and burn big time <laughs> and embarrass himself. Of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. If you're anything like Mora, you are in the process of trying to max out your benefits before <laughs> the end of the year. We were trying to coordinate some dates, 
mm-hmm. between Maura and I. And every time I asked her about a date because we want to collectively have lunch with a mutual friend of ours, yeah, uh, Maura has an appointment with some specialist. Yes, she, in some cases she doesn't even know what they do. She's just booking <laughs> appointments because our benefits package are going to cover Expire. the costs. Yeah, right, expiring at the end of the year. Like I, I get the massage therapy one. Yes, you know everyone wants to have a nice massage. Most people do, and if you have benefits that cover it, it's a waste to just leave money on the table. But wow. Mora is like dug in and figured out yes. every single thing that our benefits company will cover. It's because I've lost my job before yeah. and I realize how priceless it is to have benefits. So now I'm booking it all in. Today I'm seeing a naturopath. Yeah. Friday I got my osteopath They will cover a naturopath? Naturopath, yeah. 500 bucks. Osteopath, I think that's how you say it. 500 yeah. bucks. What do they do? They are like bone people. Okay. <laughs> they deal with bones. You're just going to roll in and be like, have a look. Well, I got some messed up bones. You know, I got, I got scoliosis. So my spine is uh, in the shape of an mm. S instead of straight. And, then, and what are you going to do if uh, he's like, actually, it's going to be a bit more than 500. <laughs> well, that'll You're going to be like, oh, uh, you know what? I'm actually uh, fine. Yeah, You're fine. I mean, why not test it out and see if it works for me, right? Yeah. I got um, Cairo. That I'm trying to squeeze in by the end of the year, chiropractic yeah. treatments. I got the massage. I got a massage book the week of Christmas. Sam <laughs> reminded me about um, acupuncture. Also, <laughs> what about a therapist? Yeah. I saw a therapist a while ago. Might as well go talk to somebody. I've got nothing that I feel like I need to get off my chest right now, but if I have. I'm free, sure they'll find something. If I got 500 bucks, <laughs> I might as well go sit down. You know, Tucker's really stressing me out. At yeah, work. yeah. Hey, George, what's going on? My wife was going through, like, when I got full-time on my job, she's going through, like, the benefits and everything. And some of the stuff is insanely impressive. Our dental is amazing and stuff like that. But, like, our massage therapy is is pretty, it's, like, almost non-existent. We do get really good, like, physio. And then she's looking through and she's like, you get $400 towards the toupee. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. $400. I don't know how much those cost, but that sounds like a half-decent... Toupee. I only get three hundred dollars yeah. for eyeglasses. <laughs> you get four hundred for a toupee. Yeah, it's there. So toupee. That's the first I've ever heard of that. Yes. One. <laughs> I feel like that's if you're undergoing cancer treatment. Oh yes. That that could be used towards the of purchase course. of a wig. Of course, that's why that's in there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. We get five hundred dollars a year for a sh- a shredop- a podiatrist. <laughs> The foot doctor. Yeah, yeah, podiatrist. But what's the shoe part? It's the shri- it's the shredopodist. <laughs> the same thing, just different category. Okay. Um, what else in your speech? Here's the thing. Speech therapist. If you don't $500. know, if you don't know how to pronounce the name of the specialist, you probably don't need to see them. <laughs> I don't know. I think yeah. I'm gonna go. It takes getting fired to appreciate your benefits. I swear to God. Welcome to the party. It wouldn't be a party without you. Energy 95.3.